to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. The mission of this radio show is to enable every listener to achieve their career aspirations and advance their careers to achieve their potential and meet their financial goals. Now, here are your hosts, Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Welcome. This is Ken and Cheryl Dawson with Pat Williams, Senior Vice President of the Orlando Magic and author of The Takeaway. 20 Unforgettable Life Lessons Every Father Should Pass On to His Child. When we think about sports, we generally focus on the players, but supporting successful teams are coaches, general managers, and organizations that develop, promote, and innovate. Today we're going to learn more about the sports business from a veteran in the industry who is a leader for the current NBA playoff team, the Orlando Magic. Stay with us for a very interesting show that will give insights into what it takes to succeed in really any career in life and in raising a family. When you hear about our guest's family, you'll wonder if he is for real. Pat Williams has a lot to teach us. Well, a little bit more about his background before we introduce him. Uh, Pat Williams, as I said, is Senior Vice President of the NBA's Orlando Magic and has spent over 40 years in sports. He serves in a strategic planning um, role related, uh, relating to RDV Sports, which is the parent company of the Magic. He also spearheads research for future um, properties for RDV and leads promotion and strategic marketing for memberships at the $50 million state-of-the-art RDV uh, sports plex. He's involved in training and mentoring of the employees of the organization, and he also makes public appearances on behalf of the organization and Orlando Magic. Pat is in demand as a motivational speaker with an international audience and has authored more than 55 books focusing on teamwork, leadership, parenting, and personal improvement. His latest book, The Takeaway, is co-authored with his daughter, Karen Williams. Pat earned a bachelor's degree in physical education at Wake Forest and a three-year letterman, he uh, was a catcher on the Demon Deacons uh, baseball team and is a member of the Wake Forest Sports Hall of Fame. He later went on to earn a master's degree in physical education from Indiana University. An avid runner, uh, Pat completed 49 marathons in the last 13 years. Wow, Pat, I just get tired introducing you. Welcome. So nice to be with you, uh, Ken, as well. Thanks for inviting me. So good to visit with you. Pat, it's an incredible background, and uh, I don't know where to start, but uh, if you would, please share with us, uh, and let me preface my question with this statement. We have uh, many listeners all over the world from all ages, but in particular, we like to focus on the youth of today who are really struggling with where they are in life and with our economic situation. They're having oftentimes a difficult time coming out of college, coming uh, out of a university, uh, into the job market. Share with us your thoughts and suggestions on how these kids can achieve better job, better pay, better life. Well, I think it all starts, of course, with an education. And, and any youngster who is contemplating dropping out of high school, I would urge them to uh, cancel those plans, pay the price young, uh, because with that education you've got a much better chance and more importantly, after that, to be a lifelong learner. And the best way to be a lifelong learner is to be a lifelong reader. Uh, I'm writing a book right now called Nail It, uh, How to Win the Job Interview Every Time. And so much of the job interview is building your resume. And, and companies and organizations are going to look at that resume, and, and they're going to look at what kind of a person you are. So everything you're doing as a young person is an investment in your future. Uh, there are no days off. Uh, no periods of your life when you can just say, I'm off stage and uh, I'm going any which way I want, uh, because it, it, that is not an investment to help prepare you for a life of service and success. And then one other thing, Ken, that I would offer, uh, live out your passion. Uh, I, I have found the best way to live a productive life is find out as early as you can in life what really floats your boat, what you get excited about, uh, what, it, what you're passionate and enthusiastic and energetic about. And, and then get the, get yourself trained, and then go pursue your life in that field that that you'd probably do for nothing if you could. Exactly right. Well, that's one of your uh, takeaways in the book, in fact, is uh, 
the importance of that resume and not not the piece of paper, but building the experiences, uh, the the uh, roles, various roles. Sometimes you've got to ex- experiment a little bit with different uh, industries or different functions just to really find what your passion is. And uh, I think that's really a wonderful um, admonition to everyone. You know, you've uh, been a champion championships many times, and here you are again in the playoffs. Does it ever seem ordinary to you, Pat? I've never lost my zeal for what I do. I've, I've been in professional athletics now close to 50 years. Uh, I saw my first Major League Baseball game when I was seven years old in 1947, and I fell in love with sports at that point, and I knew what I wanted to do with my life, and I've been setting goals ever since. And as I approach my 70th birthday, uh, I realize that, uh, you know, I'm just getting started. Uh, I, I'm still learning. I'm still growing. Uh, everything I'm doing is still an investment to pay dividends tomorrow. Uh, I'm still trying to master this craft. And I think if you can approach life that way, uh, you're, you're going to get something out of it. And, and above all, live your life to the fullest. God doesn't tell us when our last day on this earth is. And my counsel is to just keep working and pouring yourself into life until we can't take another breath. Pat, someone once asked Pablo Consals, who was 94 at the time, why he keeps practicing, because he's already a master. And he says, well, because I'm beginning to see some improvement. <laughs> well, I, I love that, and I love, I'm, I'm absolutely mesmerized by people of, uh, of, of uh, intense senior citizen age who, who just keep going. John Wooden, the great UCLA basketball coach, has just written another book. It just came out this spring. Uh, Coach Wooden is 98. Wow. Uh, He'll turn 99 in October and has another book coming out on mentoring that will be out in time for his 99th birthday. Absolutely amazing. Our our local equivalent of that in Houston is Dr. Michael DeBakey, who you might have heard of. He's a world-famous heart surgeon, and he operated, I mean, literally operated eight hours a day standing on the state until the age of over 90. So it it just never, ever leaves you. As long as you have the heart and the desire and the will to be the best you can be, there's just no end to how much you can do. And and I think you should keep improving uh, right on through. I think the most productive years of your life uh, should be your senior citizen years. By then, you've raised your children. You establish yourself professionally. Uh, you, you're, I think you're more secure in knowing who you are. And really, those years from mid-60s to mid-90s, I think that 30-year period should be the most productive period of your life. And it'd be good to make that a goal for those of us who've reached that age. You know, and there's lots of different ways of measuring your accomplishments. Uh, we talk about that, in fact, when we teach people how to write their resumes and how to, to put their uh, results in terms of numbers and so forth. And being in the sports industry, I mean, every time you play a game, you're you're measured. Someone's got to win. Someone comes in second. I know for this current series that you, your team will give all they can, and you know, but you don't know for sure if they're going to pull it out and be the the championship or not. Share some of the dynamics of of that, and what makes the difference between the the winner and the second place. Well, that's a great question. I'm in the process of of outlining and researching a book uh, called Finding the Will to Win. Uh, I've been fascinated with that because my life now of 47 years in professional sports has been predicated on exactly that. Uh, we're the most bottom-line business in the world, and at the end of the day, they, they only pay off on W's, not L's. Yeah. And so it's all about winning. But I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued in studying the winners in life and what they've got. Uh, the first thing I would say, Cheryl, is that they have a dream in their life. Somewhere along the line in their life, a, dr- a dream stuck, uh, struck them. And uh, they've been pursuing that dream. Uh, in many cases, it was as young, young kids, uh, but they are consumed by that dream. The second thing that I've learned about winning and that the winners possess is called preparation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been intrigued with Kobe Bryant in this series, and somebody asked him if he, if he does more preparation now that he's in the finals, and he said, it's impossible. He said, I can't do that. He said, because I prepare to the ultimate every day, year-round, and I, there's no other notch to take it to. Wow. And, and, then, and then a third uh, area that I've really learned about the winners is they have inordinate focus, mm-hmm. uh, the ability to really concentrate on what they're doing. 
block out distractions, really zone in on what's important. Uh, Tiger Woods is a season ticket holder for the Magic. He sits on the front row right across from where I stand in the tunnel behind the visitor's bench. And it's interesting to watch him during Magic games. The building is going crazy, noise, music. I mean, it's, it's an absolute insane asylum in there. Tiger never moves. He never moves. He, his head is just zoned in on the game. He, he doesn't applaud. He doesn't raise a fist or pump an arm. You know, he just absolutely focuses on everything that's going on. Uh, and, and I can see how he has that laser focus on the golf course. Well, on the Watson yesterday at Memorial, uh, birdie the last two holes, hit every fairway, uh, shot of 65. Uh, my dad's a golf pro, um, so we grew up with golf, and uh, watching Tiger get ready for the Open is just a... I mean, these guys are just uh, unbelievable in terms of their preparation and their... Uh, Pat, let me ask a specific question. Uh, we have, as I said, many of our listeners are young kids, but we also have, in fact, this is our second show today. Cheryl and I did a show this morning. But um, relative to your uh, background and your experience, uh, Cheryl and I are always intrigued with, and our book is about job search and total system, but it's about helping people achieve better job, better pay, better life. Share with our listeners specific lessons you might impart to them relative to how to achieve this, to continually look forward and continually be the best you can be. Well, I think there are numbers of ways uh, that I would share with you, Ken. Number one would be the physical aspect of it. I think you've got to work at keeping your body healthy. Uh, That involves exercise. I try and get a good stiff workout in every day. It, It means eating properly. Uh, abstaining from tobacco, alcohol, and drugs. It means that we're getting the right amount of rest and sleep. Uh, we, we live in a sleep-deprived nation. Uh, most of us are not getting enough rest and sleep. So I think the physical end of it is, is absolutely vital. I think the second thing I would share with you is your mental side, uh, and that means your ongoing education. Uh, your brain is a muscle. It needs stimulation. It needs to be vigorously pushed every day. And if it doesn't get that exercise, it'll turn into a flabby mass of protoplasm. And uh, the best way I know to, to keep that muscle exercised is to attach a book to it and, and give it a good workout every day, at least an hour a day, from, from reading in areas of your interest. Uh, I, I think the, uh, the third thing that I would urge people to is, is in the social side of your life. At the end of the day, and we write a chapter about this in the takeaway uh, it's important to, to collect people, uh, to learn people, to, to, to have a wide range of friendships, but more importantly, uh, associates, uh, to, to seek out people who are sharper, brighter, uh, more knowledgeable in different areas, and learn from them. And, and then I would also encourage people in the spiritual area of, your, their, of their life. I, I've found that by having faith in God and uh, reading the Bible and going to church and having a group of uh, people who think likewise around you to support you and help you, uh, I, I don't think you can ever measure the value of that. Well, Pat, we have, uh, those are great, great points, and, and we're going to get into more of that as the show continues. But uh, I don't think a lot of people realize what goes into building a winning team and a successful organization. And we just have a minute here before break, but maybe you could just give us a snapshot of the uh, Orlando Magic organization. Well, that's a great. I'm I'm fascinated with that topic, Cheryl. I've I've got a book coming out this summer called Extreme Dreams Depend on Teams, and it's amazing what we can accomplish as a unit, as a team, and that's what we've tried to do here with the Magic. Uh, pull together, and we can talk about what it the specific qualities of great teams. Uh, but uh, at the end of the day, if you want to accomplish your greatest goals, you can't do it individually. Uh, the day of the Lone Ranger operator is over, I'm convinced. In fact, that was a misnomer because the Lone Ranger always had Tonto, and, and they made a pretty good team. Exactly. Well, uh, you know, we were able to work with the Houston Oilers many years ago when they relocated their team, and we discovered, hey, there are accountants and they're administrative and they're IT and their support functions. So it's more than, than just that visible team that's on the floor at the time of the game, isn't it? Oh yes, that's a, that's just a small part of it. Without that, without the people in the background, you know, the ticket sellers and the group salespeople and the uh, the salespeople who are selling advertising in your radio and TV departments and 
the media relations and those people working to build a bridge to the community. You can't put a price tag on them. And at the top of all of it, of course, is the ownership who sets the tone for everything that, that happens in any organization. And uh, all uh, the ticket office, we can't, we can't function unless we have a box office. So all of them are vital, vital links. Well, it is, uh, it is a business. There's no question about that. When we get back from break, we're going to go into more of Pat's principles of success in careers and life. So stay tuned. All we talk about is money. Call us toll-free, 866-472-5790, and talk to the experts. We talk talk money money all all the time. Voice America Business. Earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition. And through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com, thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One total system user shared, This is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the total career success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and total career success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total career success, better job, better pay, better life. Every week, Body Talk is here to answer your pressing questions about the fields of traditional, alternative, and functional medical science. Join hosts Dr. Stephen Ross and Drake Kellis as they uncover the truth behind some of today's ailments, symptoms, and diseases. You'll get the most up-to-date information on treatments and remedies and their effectiveness. Plus, you'll hear from leading experts on a variety of health topics. Listen for Body Talk with Dr. Stephen Ross and Drake Kellis, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the host about today's show? Please call toll free at 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Or send an email to TCS on air at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. This is Ken and Cheryl Dawson. We're with Pat Williams, Senior Vice President of Orlando Magic and author of The Takeaway. Pat, there are 11 players in baseball, right? Am I right about that? Or nine? Well, 11 in football, nine in baseball. There we go. Five and five in basketball. in basketball, right? There you go. Okay. When you decided to grow a family of 19 children, what were you thinking of? Well, that's a good question. There was no master plan, believe me. We... Um adopted 14 of these children from four foreign countries. They came over a 10-year period from South Korea, the Philippines, Romania, and Brazil. And uh, from 1983 to 93 is when they came. And uh, little did we realize that uh, one year, 16 of them would all be teenagers at the same time. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. We've, uh, we've seen and done it all, Cheryl. But it, they are grown now. The youngest is 23. The oldest is 37. And they're out on their own and uh, trying to make their way through life. Well, that's just amazing. Uh, I come from a, a family of 10 children, Pat, so I can appreciate what it takes to raise a large family. Um, was it your plan to have so many children? or did you... I, no, it, no, it really was not at all. I, I was 32 when I got married. My in the, during the first 10 years of our marriage, my wife kept talking constantly about adopting children that didn't look like us. I could not fathom it. Uh, it made no sense. We had uh, children of our own, three of them at that point. But th- this incessant pursuit from her end went on. And finally, 
at the 10-year mark of our marriage, uh, in, a, in a state of crisis, I realized that I was going to have to take the lead and, uh, and, and get moving on this, or, or we had major issues. Well, Pat, we admire you so much for doing that. Uh, Cheryl and I recently came back from uh, Pat Robertson's 700 Club, and it's just unbelievable how much good they do for so many kids and adults around the world. Uh, most people aren't even uh, aware of uh, how much they help people in so many countries, and, and I just admire you so much for doing that. We're out, I'm out here at uh, Las Vegas. We have the uh, National Association of Colleges and Employers. Cheryl's going to be joining me with our team here shortly, and we expect that many of those folks are going to be listening to our show. Uh, again, these are college kids, university kids. Let me share an article I just read, which is kids who aren't that motivated consider unemployment fun employment. They put an F in front of it, and it becomes fun employment, which means take as much time as you want and goof off all you want. And I just say to kids all the time, you're just really short. You're, you're doing yourself a disservice by doing that. Sure, if you would, with our, with our youth, our colleges, university kids, how important it is just to make, take advantage of every minute in their life. Well, we do have a finite amount of time, and uh, life is short. Uh, we have no promises about the future. Uh, one of the ways we reinforced that with our children as they were going through school, uh, they knew from a very early age that uh, at 18, when they graduated from high school, uh, one of three things was going to happen in their life. They were going to college, and that meant summer school that summer. They were going in the military. Two of our boys went into the Marine Corps. All right. Or thirdly, uh, they joined the workforce, which which meant uh, perhaps McDonald's or or uh, Walmart. Um, the the fourth option was not there for them, and right. and that was hanging at home, uh, living off mom and dad, uh, playing video games. That was yeah. not an option. And to reinforce that, Cheryl, we had that old background music playing regularly. Yeah. The party's over. That was playing all the time in the background. Uh, Very wise. We have a counselor friend here. His name is Dwight Bain, and he told me not long ago the number one counseling issue in his practice are adult children who won't leave home. Absolutely. Yeah, it's endemic. I, I, I know. 13 million adult children in America have not left home. Unbelievable. That's the, entire, that's the entire population of Florida, by well, the way. They're waiting for the government to take care of them, Pat. Yep, well, you've really, you really got to set the expectation, and you've, you've done a terrific job of that. And, so you know, my we... point is, from the time your children are, are three years old, you're, you're talking to them about their future. Yeah. What's going to become and what they're going to do. And, and at 18, here's where you're headed. So you don't sp spring a surprise in their senior year in high school that you're leaving, son. You're, you're leaving the nest. You know, you, you, you start at age three, and, the, and they grow up knowing that at 18, they're going in one of three directions, college, the military, or, or the workforce. And, and I'm not sure. I haven't come up with a fourth direction. I, those are the only three I can come up with. Well, Pat, they, I, they sound rational to me. Pat, <laughs> I have to share this with you. Uh, it seems to come up on every show, and sorry, Cheryl, I keep repeating it, but uh, I'm a former Marine, and tell me just briefly, if you would, about your two sons in the Corps. Well, these were the two oldest of the four Filipino boys that we adopted in 1988, and uh, they both had college opportunities and both went and within a very short period of time, it was obvious that they were not going to do it. Not that they couldn't. They, they were into what you just talked about, right. Right. free and breezy, happy time at college on right. that nickel. Right. And so I went to both campuses very quickly, uh, grabbed them by the neck, drove them home, and the next day we were at the Marine Recruiting Station. Absolutely. Uh -huh. And, and within a few short weeks, they were on a bus to Paris Island um, and, and for 12 weeks of basic training. By the way, I would highly recommend that every high school graduate, before they go anywhere or do anything, be required to spend two years in the Marine Corps. Oh, I, I would, if yeah. I were running the country, that would be required. Pat, you're absolutely right. We wouldn't have kids in jails. We wouldn't have gang-by shootings. I mean, uh, just a real quick story. Um, I was... 
I went to Marine Corps primarily because I need to get my butt kicked, quite honestly. I mean, I didn't have the discipline at home. I didn't have it at school, and I knew I needed it. So I went in the Corps, and believe me, they didn't disappoint me. But for me, uh, and it's only 12 weeks. Imagine 12 weeks out of your life, 12 weeks in uh, Paris Island Marine Corps boot camp, and you literally are taught that you can do virtually anything you set your mind to do. I mean, many people question their tactics and they're cruel and they're mean. I loved it. I thought it was the greatest thing I ever saw. But I learned so much about psychology and what it took to get these kids, you know, rich or poor, black or white. They really didn't matter from all parts of the country. And in 12 weeks, they went from, you know, overweight, uh, no goals, to solid men. I mean, to the point where mothers and fathers who saw their son graduate on the parade ground and the kids came over and the mothers and fathers walked right by him. They didn't even recognize him. It was well, son and you know, and they said, What have you done to my son? It's just amazing how much you can do when you have that environment to excel. Well, two of the most inspiring days of my life were at the graduation ceremonies at Paris Island, uh, watching that parade, the graduation exercises and I never will forget David, the oldest of the Filipino boys, uh, graduated. They were there in their dress whites, and I went out on the parade grounds and gave him a big hug. He had tears rolling down his cheek, and I heard his voice in my ear. He said, Dad, I heard your voice. He said, I didn't quit. Exactly right. Wow, good for That's him. That's exactly right. Well, that now they have the young women moment. in the in the Corps as well. Well, that same, the next time Peter went in, and, and uh, we went up a second time, and I will never forget, as long as I live, I, I, I started crying myself, watching the young women after 12 weeks under their officer. All I remember was her name was Desiree, and, and to see her gliding across the tarmac yeah. with a couple of hundred young ladies, you know, in formation behind her. It was one of the most beautiful sights I've ever seen in my life. I never will forget it. Wow, amazing. Well, we kidded about raising a team rather than a family, but in, in some regards there are similarities between the principles of, that you apply in leadership at work as well as at home. Well, there's no question. I, I think in, in the end of the day we're all in the team-building business, whether it's building a family team or a sports team, a business team, a church team, a educational team. We're all building teams, and uh, if we really want to solve world problems, if we really want to have extreme dreams come true, it's not going to happen without a team. And you know what's so critical, Pat, is the reinforcement that uh, mentors and or teachers and or others who are critical in a person's life are. Uh, I'm out here in Vegas, and I'm traveling the country. And as a former Marine, our country's been so wonderful to Cheryl and I, so I kind of give back and volunteer to work with veterans and some of our young heroes coming back from Iraq and Afghanistan, oftentimes who have lost arms or legs, but oftentimes they suffer from PTSD, and they have such a terrible time adjusting, and our VA is overwhelmed and can't really handle it. So I kind of go around and, and meet with uh, small groups of veterans. But the most inspiring and wonderful experience is having World War II or Korean veterans or Vietnam veterans sit with these young kids who are coming back and speaking their language. It's just so marvelous to watch that environment where an experienced mentor puts his arm around a young kid coming back and says, uh, welcome, son, you're my hero. And it's just, it's amazing. Well, we all need mentors. There's no question about it. And I don't care what age or station we are in life. Uh, I was very fortunate as a young baseball executive uh, to work for a man named Mr. R.E. Littlejohn in Spartanburg, South Carolina, who was more than just the owner of the team. He was a mentor to me, and he invested in his in my life and, and continued to years after I left Spartanburg and got into pro basketball. Uh, and so I, we all need that, regardless of age. I mean, we can be in our 80s, and to have a mentor around us, you know, it's still very valuable. So it's important for young people to seek them out. I don't think the mentor usually is going to go towards the younger person. The younger person needs to seek out the mentor and take advantage of his wisdom or her wisdom, and then above all to apply that. Mentors get very discouraged if they're investing in your life and you don't listen to them and just go out and do whatever you want, regardless of their input to you. So it's important to follow what your mentor is sharing with you. That's very good advice. And 
You know, I'm amazed, uh, Pat, uh, author of 55 books. You mentioned you got two in the works. I don't know how you do it. Um, but this particular book, The Takeaway, you wrote with your daughter, uh, Karen. What inspired was, the two of you to write it? Cheryl, that was a real thrill. Karen uh, is an aspiring singer. She left two years ago to go to Nashville, uh, and, and we had dinner the night before, and she handed me a card, and she uh, wrote in the card, Dad, here are the life lessons you've taught me as I go to, to try and make it on my own. And she just listed these things, one, two, three, four, five. Uh, eventually, they, it ended up 20 of them. And I, I obviously, I was deeply moved. It was a very emotional dinner, needless to say. And as I contemplated that list, I remember saying to her, I said, Karen, <clears throat> this would be a wonderful book. I could see this as a real valuable tool uh, that, that dads and their daughters or uh, even other, even the young men, you know, could really benefit from. Fortunately, we found a publisher, uh, HCI in Deerfield Beach, the longtime chicken soup for the sole publishers, and uh, we got the book written. It's just coming out this month, uh, and we're just thrilled about it. Uh, to write a book with your daughter is something I never had anticipated, but it means an awful lot to both of us. Well, I found it uh, very inspiring and entertaining as well, so I, I do encourage our audience to get a hold of <clears throat> the takeaway. And when we get back from break, we're going to go into uh, a few more of the, the lessons that you have uh, to teach and Pat, we're going to want you to share a little bit, too, about, um, you know, just how raising your family helped you in developing uh, your own career and, um, and learning from life. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Money, money, up-to-date business and financial news. Money, money. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business. Earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition and through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com. Thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One total system user shared, This is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the total career success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and total career success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total career success better job better pay better life feeling overworked overwhelmed do you feel like you could use a getaway right about now have we got a show for you it's called de-stress radio and this show will help you take control of the stress in your life join hosts robin siegel and marin vertok every week they'll motivate you to attain balance in both your personal and professional life you'll want to share each episode with those important to you listen for de-stress radio with robin and marin every wednesday at noon pacific time 3 p.m eastern on the voice america health and wellness network Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please call toll free at 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Or send an email to TCS on air at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. This is Ken and Cheryl Dawson with Pat Williams, and we're talking about the takeaway. You know, in the lessons, uh, as I read through them, Pat, they, they are very common sense and, in many cases, uncommon wisdom. 
what is your philosophy of life that led uh, you in your career and in raising your family? Well, I think it's important to remember, and, and this book, by the way, Cheryl, really reinforced that, that, that everything we say and do is leaving an enormous imprint on our children. And, and when Karen gave me that card uh, two years ago, and I saw these things she had written down, you know, I, I did not remember most of it. Uh, I did not, you know, I, I kind of remembered the words, but to think that that would have stuck with her for years and years and years and, and been that vital to her as a young, an adult young woman, it, it was mind-blowing. So I guess the message here, you know, as you parent or grandparent, every action you take, every word you say is being studied, it's being watched, it's being examined, it's being implanted in the lives of young people in their brains and in their hearts. And so I'm, I'm simply saying be very, very careful. How, what is very so wonder- judicious in what you say and do because mm-hmm. uh, your children and grandchildren are going to remember it forever. Yeah. Uh, Pat, what is so wonderful about your saying? We've, this is probably our 30th show or so, and we've had so many wonderful and interesting and very, very smart people on. And it's just amazing how many parallels there are between us. As an example, our book, Job Search, A Total System, basically is uh, our life lesson, Cheryl and mine, relative to our family and what we've seen and so forth. But the key thing for us is if you're willing to work harder, smarter, longer, and I don't mean for some employer who's beating you with a whip, but really wanting to do the very best you can be and working harder, smarter, longer, you can and will achieve better job, better pay, better life. And the critical thing is that we suggest that our clients not only do it for husbands and wives, but their kids. You know, do it as a family. Sit at home when you're wasting time watching American Idol or something that isn't really going to do a whole lot for you. And talk about how you can pass that legacy on to your children. What greater legacy can there possibly be for your kids, your grandkids, and every generation after that than learning how to work harder, smarter, longer, which results in better job, better pay, better life? Well, and, and, and that's, a, it, that's so wise, and it's such a, a great point you're making. And I think that uh, as you study successful people, not in every case, but so often, uh, there, there was a key father or a key mother who absolutely poured themselves into that child, invested themselves in that child. Uh, there's some exceptions, obviously. But Tiger Woods' father, for example. Absolutely. Uh, Venus, Venus and Serena William's father. I mean, they just made decisions very early that they were going to have their children absolutely live to their maximum potential. And uh, we see it in so many cases. Uh, Tim Tebow, the fine quarterback of the University of Florida, his dad has just poured his life into his son. But but then (laughs) comes the very important part of letting go. And, and, And this is where some parents go astray. Uh, they just can't do it. You know, when your child's 18, uh, they need to have wings. They need roots still, but they also need wings. And, and wise is the parent, you know, who can be there and support, but is going to also start releasing that child and let them grow and develop on their own. But the other critical part of that, Pat, is having the child want to do it, okay? Don't try to force it on the child. Yes, don't try to yes. make it something that they don't want and keep beating them over the head and saying, you must, you must, you must, because the parent's doing it for themselves, not for the child. Yeah, that, that, I, I buy that 100%. Uh, you've, got, you've got a nothing wrong with get, igniting the fire, lighting the wick, uh, but then that wick's got to grow on its own and, and uh, develop into a raging inferno in the, in the kid's life so that they want to do it on their own. That's exactly right. Well, I like the takeaway that you have in that chapter. Good things come to those who wait, but... Only what's left behind by those who hustle. Well, there's not, I love I love that word hustle. <clears throat> uh, there's a there's a story uh, years ago. Bill Russell was coaching the Celtics when they were at the peak of their game. John Havlicek was one of his great players. John Havlicek was about six five, uh, played multiple positions, n- relentless player, never let up, moving all the time. And and some writer said to Bill Russell. Uh, all, all John Havlicek does is hustle. And, and Bill Russell replied, hustle is a talent. Exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. I can't disagree I, with I, that. And look how many of those great Celtics. Larry Bird. I mean, you talk about Mr. Hustle. And, uh, well, we could talk about sports all day long. But share with us other 
inspirational figures that you found in your life, those that have been mentors to you and those that you've seen who have really inspired you and your family to excel? Well, I was greatly impacted by Bill Vec, the longtime Major League Baseball owner. Uh, I got to meet him when I was 22 years old, and he was a friend and a mentor for 25 years. He owned the White Sox twice, the Cleveland Indians, the old St. Louis Browns, and the ultimate promoter uh, believed that it was important to make it fun every time you went to one of his ball games. Uh, Bill Vec had a huge, huge influence on me. Dr. Jack Ramsey, the longtime NBA coach, hired me to my first uh, job in the NBA 41 years ago this summer. Uh, I would have to put him on that list. Tell you there was another fella, uh, Ken, that who was who was really important to me. And that was Chuck Daly. Oh yeah, who would passed yeah, away about a month ago. I exactly. got to know Chuck when I was in my mid twenties, when he was an assistant at Duke University, and our paths crossed many, many times over the years. And Chuck had a wonderful quality. He had a great ability to analyze life and splice it apart and look look at life in its rawest elements and. I, I found that Chuck had an enormous impact. And then one other name I would share with you is Coach Wooden. <clears throat> I wrote a book <clears throat> that came out three years ago called How to Be Like Coach Wooden. Uh, he let me into his life for about four and a half years, which I count as a high privilege. And, and writing that book about Coach Wooden and getting to know him and spend time with him, uh, I, I, uh, I, I still am deeply impacted by him even to this day. Well, those uh, important people in our lives uh, challenge us to to achieve and to um, set high goals. And one of the things we teach our clients in Job Searcher Total System is to do just that, and but also to be able to risk failure in order to go after them. Many people limit their careers by setting goals too low or, or playing it safe. When you started your career, Pat, did you ever think that you'd be a championship winner multiple times? Well, that's a great point because I, I agree with you. You've got to cut the cord and jump out there by faith and, and, and take some bold risks. In fact, I don't think anything of great significance in this world has ever been accomplished without it involving great risk. I remember um, when I started my pro career uh, 47 years ago this week, uh, my dad had been killed in an automobile accident coming home from my high school graduation. I played baseball at Wake Forest. I wanted to play professionally so badly, and the Phillies gave me an opportunity. Less than a week after my dad's funeral, <clears throat> I was driving <clears throat> to Miami, Florida to start my career, and uh, my mother was supportive, even though her husband had died. Uh, every time I've made a move to another city to work for another franchise, there's enormous racing of the heart and sweaty palms, and can I do this? Am I up to this? Uh, yes, there's absolute risk, and there is fear. I mean, we're, we're human beings, but you've got to fight through that fear and get in motion, get in action, uh, have confidence in yourself, build a team around you, and, and pursue it. And most of the time, we're going to come out successful. Well, well I would you're agree with that. To... You, you talk a lot about uh, the fact that we often look at people who succeeded, you know, especially those later in life that become real famous and, and we're familiar with and a lot of the sports stars and the entertainers. And so we look at them as giants, but you say there are no giants. And when you're down or discouraged, how can you overcome that feeling of inferiority and strive to become the giant that you, you perceive for yourself? Well, that, that, that was one of the things I shared with Karen, and, and she uh, wrote that chapter. I was talking to her not long ago. She's in Nashville trying to get recording contracts, and she's running into the, the great country stars from time to time. And, and uh, I keep reminding her, Karen, they're no different than you. Uh, they go to the grocery store. they got to brush their teeth in the morning. they got to get their dry cleaning done. Uh, you know, they're exactly the same. There are no giants in this world. You may think they are, uh, but you've got as much going as they do. They've gotten some breaks, and they've worked hard, and they've gotten to a certain level in life. But please don't be intimidated by them. Uh, wary of them, uh, because at the end of the day, you know, we all have great opportunity if we go for it, take risks, and fight through the fear that people are going to not like us, or they're going to belittle us, or they're going to be mean to us. You know, by and large, people are good, and people do care. But you know, and, Pat, it's so critical that we have a support system that reinforces that. It's so it's so easy with the economy the way it is to listen to the news or the newspaper and Everything is bad, and this is bad. 
it's so critical you have the voice from within. Every day, every day, I'm getting better and better. Every day and every way, I'm getting better and better. And you have that support system that reinforces that. That's what Marine Corps Boot Camp is all about. That's what listening to you and very, very excellent people like yourself is all about. Uh, share for our kids out there who really aspire to be that environments that they can seek or places they can go or people they can talk to to continually find that environment. You have just a few seconds here left to answer that. Well, I do encourage people through their church. They're generally going to find good-hearted people there at their church, places of work. You've got to build a support team around you who care for you and love you and are going to urge you on. If you don't have it in your family, do everything you can to seek it out. Uh, and, and read from the great minds of, of our day. I, I encourage people to read Brian Tracy and John Maxwell. Zig Ziglar has always written extremely well. There's some wonderful material out there that will, will help you. Well, when we get back for break, we'll have more takeaways, so stay tuned. Sell, buy, buy, sell. All we talk about is money. Talk to an expert. Call now. now. Toll-free 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business. Earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition and through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com. Thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One total system user shared, This is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the total career success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and total career success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total career success, better job, better pay, better life. Wielding power, shaping environments and outcomes, and making things happen are all essential characteristics of great leaders. Yet these qualities alone are not enough to ensure your success. In a complex world, how do you decide what's most important to you? In your career, your relationships, your finances, your family, in the world around you, in the whole of your life at large. Dr. Joseph Riggio, the host of Leadership Intuition, says that personal leadership, the desire to take charge of your life, is the key to creating futures that work and building a life worth living. Join Joseph as he reveals the power of uncovering and living your own personal mythology, the key to personal transformation, exquisite performance, and social influence. Learn to look inside and discover your personal mythology and unique leadership style. Go beyond conventional advice and discover your unique success blueprint on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the host about today's show? Please call toll free at 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Or send an email to TCS on air at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. We're with Pat Williams, and we're talking about some takeaways, and we've had some amazing ones already that can help us achieve our goals. And, uh, Pat, as I, as I was reading the book, I love the story that you told about the one catfish in the codfish tank. Tell us about that and the lesson for us all. Well, years ago they found out that uh, codfish did not travel well to the store or to wherever they would be prepared for eating, and... Uh, 
you know, they put them in a tank and they'd die and they'd get mushy and it was not uh, what you would want in your fish. Uh, and the catfish would just <clears throat> couldn't survive. But uh, the catfish's number, the, the codfish's number one enemy is catfish. So by putting a catfish in there, it's the codfish moving. It kept them stirring. It kept their bodies alive until they got to the place where they would get ready for your dinner. And uh, so the point is that we're always going to have adversity in our life. We're always going to have issues that uh, trouble us or problems. But at the end of the day, you've got to look upon them as a blessing because it's through the tough times, it's through the adversity. I really am convinced you do your greatest growing. If we... um, have nothing but ease, comfort, and pleasure in our, our life, we really become nothing other than well-fed house dogs. The best, so the, best, so the, the, best. T- the tough times really do make us smarter and wiser and sharper. Pat, the best example I can give you that is a gentleman who I shall remain nameless, a very, very successful and wealthy individual in Houston, Texas, who's worked so hard his life and done so much good. And the story, Cheryl and I used to go to... Uh, this little town in Texas all the time, and uh, we sat with him once, and he told me this story about having had nothing as a child, having had literally uh, no money whatsoever. He was, at the time, convinced that he had to give his kids everything to make sure that they didn't go through all that. And to make a long story short, he spoiled them rotten, and they literally did not achieve any of the goals that he had set for them. And in retrospect, he said, you know, if I had it all to do over again, I wouldn't have given them anything. I would have made them go through the same thing I did because adversity caused me to reach down, find out what I was made of, and that's exactly the lesson I would share with other people. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to waste your sufferings. Don't, don't waste your tough times. I, I've learned that through the good times, we, we tend to become very uh, complacent, very self-satisfied, uh, a tendency that uh, I did all of this and uh, I am the captain of the ship here, the master of my fate. Uh, but during the tough times, we're driven to our knees. Uh, we do have to seek counsel and guidance from the Lord. Uh, and I've learned through the tough times in my life, those are the greatest period of growth for me. I love the victory parades, love the triumphs, but I don't think I learned a whole lot through them. Uh, but through the failures, the setbacks, and the heartache, uh, I did my greatest growing. Well, I think there's no question of that. Uh, One of the other areas that I thought was really intriguing, uh, Pat, was you say that everything rises and falls on leadership. Why do you believe that, and how can we all be leaders, regardless of our chosen fields or careers? Well, I I think the leadership is like a three-legged stool. Uh, The first thing is seeing yourself as a leader. The, The second stool is to prepare yourself to lead. And the third stool is stepping up and doing it when the opportunity presents itself. And at the end of the day, we are all leaders because if we do nothing but lead ourselves, you know, we're, we're leaders. So if we're husbands or wives, we're leaders. If we uh, coach a Little League baseball team or if we work in city government or work for, and volunteer for the school board, I mean, everything in life hinges on leadership. And so I'm fascinated that leadership has become such a hot topic today. There are leadership seminars. You can major in leadership at universities. Books are pouring out by the week on leadership. They're in the business section under leadership in bookstores. There's a tremendous amount we can learn and benefit. And, and yes, at the end of the day, everything rises and falls on leadership. And as you study the history of the United States, uh, with our early leaders, Abraham Lincoln, Franklin Roosevelt, Martin Luther King, Ronald Reagan. Uh, we, we've, got, we've got some wonderful role models in the history of our nation here. You know, Pat, we normally don't talk about this, but I have to bring it up. It's just such a critical need in Washington, D.C., that we have not only that leadership, but that spirit of let's work together, let's work as a team for the betterment of the country. Have you had any experience in trying your hand at helping our politicians in Washington, D.C.? <laughs> Well, I'd love to. I'd love to sit and meet with with Mr. Obama's cabinet and talk leadership. The vice president, Vice uh, President Biden, uh, lives a half a mile from my mother's house in Wilmington, Delaware. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, so, so we've got a little tie there. <laughs> uh, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, leadership out of the White House, out of the Senate, the Congress, the Supreme Court is so vital. And uh, regardless of our political party, 
uh, we do need to be rooting and praying and hoping that uh, that our president does a great job in leading our nation in these very, very difficult times. But it just seems that our political system is so polarizing. You're just one or the other. You're either Republican or Democrat or conservative or liberal, and, and there just doesn't seem to be that middle of the road that we can go down, and I'm constantly frustrated in thinking of ways that we can do that to make our country as great as it can possibly be. Maybe our greatest need in Washington and, and elsewhere across the country, and let's hope we get there. Um, I, I've written extensively on leadership. I, I'm fascinated to study it, and uh, I've got more writing that I want to do on the topic. Uh, I'm working on a book right now about Solomon's wisdom principles. It's amazing in the book of Proverbs how much he writes about leadership, and uh, we're working on a book right now to, to try and teach those concepts of leadership that he believed in. Well, I think there's no question that uh, character, values, and wisdom, uh, if they're properly grounded, are, are really at the heart of leadership. You know, Pat, there's another concept uh, that I'd like to talk about for a moment that you bring out in the takeaways, and it's something that pervades uh, our book, Job Search, A Total System. And in the cycle of success, we talk about the concept of linkage, where each step uh, that we take is linked to the previous and the one that follows. And uh, you talk about the importance of uh, connecting and recognizing that uh, each decision will have an impact on our end game. How can we dis- discipline ourselves to stay on course and to optimize this principle of linkage for our careers as well as for our life? Well, at the end of the day, our life is really based on the decisions that we make. And if you make a series of good decisions, uh, you're going to have a much better chance of having a a good, productive, satisfying life. If you string together a series of poor decisions, life becomes very complicated, very difficult. Uh, Some years ago, a young pastor in Atlanta, Andy Stanley, wrote a book called The Best Question Ever. It was such a good book, I bought two cases, gave it to my children, And along about page 51, Andy reveals the best question ever. And he simply said, every time you make a decision, just ask yourself the best question ever, which is, what is the wise thing for me to do? And Andy said, think of all the heartache you could have avoided. Think of all the remorse that wouldn't be there in your life. Think of all the issues that you wouldn't have to be thrashing around with if you had just asked yourself, the best question ever. And you know, Pat, the thing that comes to mind as you mentioned that is how many of our World War II veterans we're losing every day, uh, 1,500 to 1,800. Uh, in traveling the country, I've met with so many wonderful and heroic people who will tell you. I mean, we just celebrated D-Day, and, and I just cried watching these shows about how many of our wonderful heroes we lost. And any of these guys will tell you that the real heroes are the ones that never made it back. And it's just mm-hmm. so critical for all of our listeners to thank every veteran and all of our active military today. Anytime you see a kid in uniform, male or female, they are heroes. Please walk up and thank them for their service. Amen. Boy, that's a wonderful, wonderful view, and I, I could not be more supportive of what you just said. Well, Pat, we just have uh, a minute here to close. Where can our listeners get your books? You have so many of them that um, I'm sure would help people. And then Karen is a singer you mentioned. How can they get her CD, Butterfly Kisses? Well, the best thing to do is to go up on my website. It's patwilliamsmotivate.com, patwilliamsmotivate.com. You can learn everything there that you need to. Uh, We also encourage people to go to amazon.com. It's a wonderful way to order books. Uh, or, or go to your bookstore, and they, they can special order as well. But, uh, again, if people will visit my website, patwilliamsmotivate.com, I think they're going to find some interesting information there. Well, excellent. Well, thank you so much again for being with us, taking time uh, out of the series. Uh, we heard in the background there you have a lot going on, so we appreciate your time. We've got a great show for everyone next week, so be sure to join us again. And, Ken? Pat, we really look forward to uh, meeting with you in the future. We've had so many great, wonderful speakers on. You're certainly one of those. What we want to do is get everyone together as a team 
and change the course of the history, make the world a much better place as we go out than it was when we came in. You're certainly sounds, doing that, Pat. Thank you. Sounds very like much. a great idea. Thanks so much for inviting me. It's good to be on with you. Right, Thanks, bye-bye. Pat. Bye bye. Thanks again for joining us this week on Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Remember to join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, here on Voice America.